Welcome to this month's review of the Harvard Caps Harris Poll. The poll is done in conjunction with the Harvard Center for American Political Studies and the Harris Poll to provide uh, a, a sample uh, each month uh, of almost 2,000 registered voters. This poll was done February 19th to February 20th, 2019, with 1,792 registered voters. Questions have been put together by a committee of folks at the Harvard Center for American Political Studies, uh, and we now have almost two years of data consistently about the American public. Let's take a look at what's going on with the mood of the country and the overall approval of the president. Well, even though uh, everything seems to gyrate in the headlines, and if you're, if you're listening to cable TV, oh my God, happened this day, and oh my God, happened the following day. In fact, public opinion has been relatively stable, particularly as it regards the approval of the president. The president is at 45% approval, 55% uh, disapproval, it, that's been consistent almost for about a year within a range of one or two points. Uh, this is in contrast to other presidents who started out at the beginning of their term with very high numbers, 60, 70 percent uni unification of the country. In this case, no one ever really conceded the election, and the country remained divided from the beginning. The highest rating was at 49 for the president right after taking office. And the lowest rating uh, in our poll was about 41% soon after the health care debacle uh, when health care didn't, didn't pass. Uh, it's been stable now for a, a considerably long time and with the usual differences that you would expect. Very few Democrats think he's done a good job and he's got overwhelming support from the Republican Party. If you look at the breakdown uh, of his numbers, 56% say the president's doing a good job on the economy. 57% say stimulating jobs. 52% fighting terrorism. 46% immigration. 43% foreign affairs. And 42% administering the government. This poll was taken before the summit uh, in Korea, so we don't know whether or not his handling of the summit would improve or, or cause a decline in his handling of foreign affairs. But certainly, these have consistently been his weaknesses, administering the government. And the strength of the economy, of course, is really a considerable achievement. For most presidents who had that kind of economic achievement, their numbers would be in the stratosphere. But for reasons that are quite clear, that's not the case uh, with this president. Uh, if you look then at the direction of the country, 55% say the country is on the wrong track. 38% say it's on the right track. 7% say that, they, that they're unsure. Mm, this also has kind of stayed relatively consistent, um, bouncing within a relatively small range within, within the last year. Americans are generally pessimistic about their political system, despite their optimism about the economy and their optimism about their daily uh, lives. <clears throat> because when we ask them, you know, is the right track, wrong track uh, on the economy, they say now the economy is on the right track by 47, 41, 12% undecided. 
there was this kind of period in November and December when a lot of economists were predicting a recession. A lot of those economists were Democratic or former administration economists. They all kind of got everybody, including the stock market, worried. And of course, the economic numbers that came out suggested that that was a fantasy and that there was no recession about to happen in the United States. And attitudes towards the economy bounced up. In fact, 70% of the public today uh, believes that the economy uh, is strong, and 30% believes it's weak. It's one of the biggest changes uh, since President Trump took office. When he started out, 61% thought it was strong. Now it's 70%, and it's been consistently rising with the exception of that dip in the November-December period, which has now been erased. Look at people's personal financial system. Uh, personal financial situation. And this is kind of an important question because so many people say, well, the country's off on the wrong track. The economy is strong. What about me personally? Well, 37% say things are not changing economically for them. Uh, they're just as well off. Uh, then 35% say that it's improving, right? And and only 23% say things are getting worse. So when you look at this, you go back to the 70, 30 or better, there's about 23% who really believe that things are getting worse in the economy. When a politician gets up all there on the stump and rails about how everybody's getting the raw end of the stick and a bad deal, that doesn't resonate the way that it used to resonate when you look at these, when you look at these numbers because there's genuine uh, appeal for the for the economy and how it's moved up uh, in in the last couple of years. Now let's take a look at party approval disapproval. Again, fairly constant. 61% disapprove of the Republican Party. Uh, it was as high as 72% in November uh, 17 when the Republicans failed to do something about health care. Quite interestingly. Americans want results, they want action. Even plans that they don't particularly like in many ways are seen better than just gridlock and nothing being done to solve a problem or a situation. And so that's why the wrath of the voters really went against the Republicans back in, in that time period and it moderated somewhat, uh, but they're at 61 disapprove, 39% approve. You look at the Democrats, the Democrats had almost exactly the same numbers, 59, 41, until the midterm election. Now they're at 46, 54, almost exactly mirroring the president's approval, disapproval. Uh, and it's the Republicans in Congress who actually are the lowest on the, on the totem pole in terms of favorability. But when you think about it, when you think about it, the public disapproves of the president, disapproves of the Democrats, and disapproves of the Republicans. So that's a real reason why the public mood out there is so sour despite such a strong economy. They don't see anyone acting to unify the country and they don't see any of the major political factions being something that a majority of the country approves of. Very unusual in prosperous economic times. Let's take a look now at some of the personal favorabilities. Barack Obama is the most popular politician that we tested. It's one of the benefits, typically, of being an ex-president. When you're out of the presidency and the limelight and the firefights, 59% are favorable towards Barack Obama, only 
only 36% unfavorable. Joe Biden, also basking as a former vice president, in some general popularity, 54%. Bernie Sanders used to be up there, but now that he's gotten in the race, he's at 49%. Trump is at 40. Hillary, even though she's out of the presidential race, because of the way she positioned herself, I think after the election, not as a unifier, but as someone who stuck very close to the base of the Democratic Party, is at 39%, one point lower than, <clears throat> than President Trump. And then you see Pence is at 38, Mueller 38, Pelosi 36, Warren 34, Schumer 30. So if you look at your television screen and you see all these political figures parading and rushing to the microphones, no one actually likes almost any of them except for the former political figures uh, who are much highly regard, much more highly regarded now that they're out of office than when they were, they, when they were in office.